When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, and welcome to Paranormal Thoughts Podcast, and as always, thanks for joining me. In this episode, we're speaking with Dr. Christopher Macklin about life after UFO abduction. Just before we get into that though, I just want to say if you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous episodes, please make sure you subscribe to whatever podcast platform you use. Also, if you want to leave us a five-star rating as well, that massively helps. You can check out our socials over on Facebook and Instagram as well. And of course, if you ever want to reach out to me, you can reach me at paranormalthoughtspodcast at gmail.com or just send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. I always love hearing from you guys. You always have some really interesting questions and I always just appreciate hearing what you have to say. So this episode, I was really curious to what the conversation was going to really entail, to be honest. I wasn't really too sure, you know, like a lot of you know, a lot of things within the paranormal, uh, they're usually... A little different, I suppose. And, you know, there's a lot of people doing a lot of different things uh, across really well the entirety of the paranormal, but especially within the UFO, abductee, contactee kind of realm. And I came across Dr. Christopher Macklin, who at the moment is helping people who have suffered with alien abductions kind of come out the other end and to really just get on with their lives or to, I guess, sort of empower them to either deal with what has happened or even to protect themselves as well. Dr. Macklin has been helping UFO abductees for over 11 years, mostly focusing on those abductions which have quite a negative response and reaction. Uh, we do speak about that there are many different uh, cases and you know not everyone does have a doesn't necessarily have a negative experience, but a lot of people do. And even from you know doing my interview with abductee segments, um, hearing those stories is always really pretty full on. A massive amount of trauma has been, you know, put upon these people and they don't really have anywhere to turn to. So the idea that I got to speak with someone who is actually trying to do some work to really better these people's lives. I think that's really important to share that. So with that, let's get into this conversation with Dr. Christopher Macklin. Dr. Macklin, how are you? I'm wonderful, bless you. How are you? Doing well. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me this evening. No, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, I'm really excited to get to speak with you today. When, um, when I came across uh, your work, I thought it was definitely right up the alley for a lot of the topics I get to speak about here on Paranormal Thoughts. Um, I've been doing this podcast for about six years or so, and a big overarching topic is alien abduction. It's something that really got me into the entirety of the paranormal, and I guess the thing that I really spend the most amount of time on, you know, fixated, and it's just, it's such a broad topic, and one thing I've been very fortunate to do is get to interview a lot of everyday experiences. And I love getting to do that. You know, it's great to speak to the people who, you know, are authors writing books or, you know, producing films about these topics or, you know, hearing those really big, important cases. But I feel like a lot of the time, just the everyday people like, you know, myself or you or whomever who have these, you know, very differing experiences, you know, it's, it's very important for them to be able to come forward, share their 
their thoughts on it. And I guess it's a big sort of healing process, which I've sort of come across, which I had no idea it was going to go down that route. But I've had people reach out and say, you know, it's very, it's done a lot of good for them, you know, just from a interest point of view, but also those who have had their own experiences and, you know, haven't really been able to come forward or, you know, it's obviously such a difficult thing to do. So coming across your work (laughs) where you're actually here trying to, you know, bring light to these, you know, pretty heavy topics and actually trying to help. I mean, that's, that's some incredible work. How did it all begin? Well, I've been gifted since the age of uh, kind of, well, since I was born really, but at the age of four, I, I realized I could see entities. And, you know, I always remember like, I think it was the age of four, I saw a reptilian, I realize now it was an anarchy being, it was about 10 foot seven, standing in the corner of the room, dad, dad, there's a reptilian, you know, thing, whatever, you know, a dinosaur thing in, in my room. And he comes running up and where, you know, it's there, you know. Where, you know, and he obviously couldn't see it. So I realized at the time that, you know, because people couldn't see things I could see, even at the age of four, I um, I kind of tempered it down because, of course, they think you're nuts and they take you to a psychiatrist. But but I also learned to manage them, you know. When he'd gone downstairs, oh, it's just a bad dream. Okay. So I was lying there, it's a reptilian thing, and you can, you can feel that energy, you know. And um, so I said, right, get out of my room. It went. I thought, oh, that worked. And so, you know, uh, from then I learned to manage them. But, uh, of course, time goes on and, uh, you know, it's really like the abductions. People don't believe you. And I speak to people and say, oh, there is no aliens out there. So you're talking about an infinite universe and you don't think there's other races on other planets. Uh, that would be kind of ignorant and rude to say, you know, of course there's races, you know. So um, I just learned about them, you know, from the McKeels. I was born as a McKeels that being and, I um, I stay closely with them, and I, I'll learn all about the races, what they're doing, and and uh, you know why we have these abduction things, you know. So so it's kind of, kind of crazy. No, most definitely. Hey, it's it's such a constant battle with, I not I guess trying to somewhat convince people, but I'm at the point now where I sort of have my belief system, and I'm not trying to really impose it on anyone, but I guess having this podcast is just the platform to do that. But in this day and age, I feel like, you know, in the last few years too, things are, you know, the veil's kind of being pulled back a little bit more and people are kind of coming to these sort of conclusions. And it's almost the, it's more trendy almost in a sense to actually start getting behind some of this uh, material, which I think is a great sort of push forward. But yeah, as you said, I mean, a lot of people who are in these positions, they can't speak about it. And, you know, for the, the people who do have those pretty negative experiences, I mean, they don't, they get no support. You know, it's not like you could go to your workplace and say, you know, I've had this pretty substantial experience that might have you know been a one-off or it's, it's, you know, ongoing and, you know, they don't get any sort of leave from work, unpaid sort of leave or, you know, uh, sort of support systems set up in order to go speak to someone. It's sort of, I think it's such a shame that people would have to come to the conclusion that this is happening to them and then for them to figure out where they even start to look, you know what I mean? And it's great to have things like Reddit now where people can jump on and find similar people. But I mean, that's the big thing that I'm constantly asked um, is how how can we kind of help? So I'm, I'm very curious to how are you sort of reaching out and spreading the word and what are you actually doing to help these people who have had some pretty substantial uh, experiences? Oh, yeah. I mean, if someone's been taken off a ship, they're going to ingest a ton of emotion about it. Um, Obviously, they wipe the conscious mind, but they can't wipe the subconscious. So eventually, uh, for most people who are abducted, the memories come back and they remember seeing beings with big eyes and uh, they were doing something to them, you know, and of course, you know, the abductions are there because, you know, um, I mean, one of the major people who signed an agreement was Dwight Eisenhower um, to uh, allow the, well, it started off, of course, with Hitler, uh, abduct people for um, technology. Okay. So, of course, it's completely kind of illegal from a universal stance. And I can say a little bit more about that in a minute, but 
So they were just abducting people, stealing their body parts, sperm, eggs, <clears throat> and some of them, they even um, implant them with a fetus. It grows, and after about a month or so, they'll abduct them again and take it out. And I've, I've had all, you know, uh, types of people who, I mean, women, you know, who feel as though they've been raped and violated. And it, it's, a, it's a big experience, you know. Uh, I think the biggest thing is we help them with uh, understanding, you know, why it's happening. And also, we have a fast-track method of releasing emotion. Because, I mean, let's be honest, you know, still on this day and age, I mean, who has got anxiety to a level? Because... The world's nuts, you know. The place is absolutely barking mad. <laughs> and if no one knows that, I mean, there are an element of people who, oh, yeah, this thing's going a bit south, but it's okay. Uh, including my father, you know, he's 80, 89 on Monday, and he, he doesn't get it at all, you know. Um, so there's no, no point in even talking to him. He, he actually told me, I think it was a few months ago, I think you're absolutely barking mad. And I said, wow. I said, Dad, that's the biggest compliment you've ever given me. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, I'm not, but, you know, of course, we, we see a narrative, and from his perspective, the narrative is different. Who's right or wrong? You know, it depends on what narrative you, you know, how much research you've done, how, how much work you've done on it. But, you know, of course, so they're stealing eggs and sperm. They're also implanting women who become pregnant. Uh, and then, of course, they abduct them, and they feel pregnant. You know, I, I felt pregnant, and then suddenly... I felt an abduction and, you know, I didn't know what happened, but I didn't feel pregnant anymore. Well, of course, they take the fetus out once it started to grow and they uh, take care of it themselves, you know. So the, all this is stuff, stuff is happening. And, of course, they put implants in people as well to monitor the body. Normally, they put them in uh, just, you know, by the brainstem, they'll put an implant so they can um, look at the activity of the brain. They put an implant near the heart. And they normally put it in implant near the sexual organs so they can see, you know, what activity is going on. And uh, again, it's it's a complete violation. But if you think about it, you know, we come down here. I mean, there's there's about four hundred thousand star seeds uh, out of the eight billion people here, and uh, they, I don't know what they were thinking, but they volunteered to come down here. <laughs> so. I always recommend people, you know, if God says in the future, look, you know, I need volunteers, don't go running up saying, yeah, I'll do it. You know, pretend you've got diarrhea, go to the toilet, lock the door, and don't come out until the volunteers are chosen. But, you know, I mean, that's kind of a joke, really, but I think it's a tough place. I love being here, uh, but I haven't always loved it. You know, um, it's, it's, it's a tough world to uh, live in, especially with all these things going on. It's not just abductions, it's, it's the whole world is, is in chaos at the moment. But, What's interesting is that I do chair, uh, along with two other Mechizedek beings, the Galactic Federation, we chair it. And I was at a meeting, uh, and they, they sometimes take you, like, soul-wise, so they normally give you five minutes' notice, so you lay on the bed, and, of course, you're out because your soul's not in your body. It's gone traveling, doing stuff. Uh, sometimes they take you physically, where when you get back, you feel as though you've been beat with a baseball bat because the craft... Uh, travel so fast. Um, so, anyway, I was at this meeting and um, discussing with a lot of different beings, different races, about the difference between violation and education. And what's interesting, because people often tell me, look, you know, entities attached to you, like Anunnaki, Draconian, you've got Luciferian, you've got snake beings, different things, they attach to you. Is that a violation? No, it's not. Why is that? Because when you come down here, they show you what to expect. So, oh, yeah, you can expect these things. So you have to learn how to manage them. And, of course, you know, when the veil is thicker, um, you, don't have a, um, you don't have a knowledge of past life stuff. You're coming down here in a, you know, uh, like a virgin classroom to learn again. So that's not a violation. So you have to learn how to manage these beings and protect yourself. But what happens if the government sign a contract saying, hey, you can just abduct our people if you give us the technology. Is that a violation or education? That's that's a violation. And so it was agreed that the uh, Arcturian race, which we work very closely as a accused of being, uh, swept them off the planet. Um, I can't exactly, it was June, but I've lost track of time because of all this, you know, pandemic nonsense and whatever. So um, it's difficult to say exactly the year. I think it was about 2017, 18, that they were swept off the planet. But they're still trying to get in, and they're getting now. They're coming through portals. 
because they were banned from this time space. So if they come in a portal, they're in a different time, same space. So it gets over the the ban, which is which is interesting. Yeah, right. So there's, I mean, you've you've touched on a lot of interesting points there, which <laughs> I'd love to definitely go over. But one thing you said there was, um, I guess, the difference between uh, a physical and a non-physical experience. And I was very curious to sort of get your thoughts on that. And I feel like that's a conversation I've been having a little bit more recently, whether or not some of these abductions are actually physically taking place. You know, you're actually leaving uh, your home or wherever going aboard a craft or how much of this is actually happening through astral traveling or, you know, interdimensional kind of beings. Like what's, what's your thought on uh, everything around that? Most of the abductions that happened on this planet from the Zeta Greys are actually physical abductions because they want the physical material out of your body. They want your eggs, they want your sperm, or they want to implant you with uh, monitors and maybe you know make the woman pregnant. So I would say most of them are actually um, physical. You know, they have the craft over, they get you on a tractor beam, pull you in the the craft. You know do the things they need to do to you and then wipe your memory and put you back in, in bed. You know, you're kind of knocked out and then suddenly you wake up and think, wow, you know. And of course, people lose time because on these craft, there's a different time-space continuum within the craft itself. So um, so they, they lose track of time completely. I had one lady where, uh, as a young child, she went missing for about six hours, then came back and her... I think it was right over it, was removed. They removed the whole thing. And uh, there was a little bit of blood around, and, you know, as a child. And, of course, they didn't know what had happened. And it was it was an abduction process. Well, very interesting. I just want to go back. You mentioned the term starseed a second ago, and I'd love, to, I'd love for you to expand a little bit more on that, just for people who aren't so familiar with what that term means. Yeah, absolutely. Well, starseeds, I mean, you've got various factions uh, of off-planet beings, uh, some of this dimension, some not, who are helping humanity like you wouldn't believe. And, you know, they, like, you know, I'm part of the Mekizdet being. There's five Mekizdet beings here at the moment, um, if you know anything about Mekizdet beings. They're from the ultimate dimension. And, uh, you know, they're involved with creating things like the Akashic Records and some creation, of course, you know, Prime Creator created the whole planetary system in this third dimensional world. But um, but we do a lot of monitoring of it, you know, and we come back periodically to uh, basically just help rebalance the, you know, the the yin and yang, uh, which has gone pretty pretty south at the moment. So, but there's, there's people like Palladians, Actorians, Lumerians, Atlantarians, uh, Sirius A, Sirius B, Syrians, um, and there's... Uh, there's also lions, which are the, um, the the cat people. There's a whole host of people here uh, trying to do good for humanity. And the whole point about it, of course, is that, you know, to get over the prime creator's rule, which is, and if you look at the keys of Enoch, some of the keys, you know, the keys of Enoch are, are like the keys of the universe. They're the laws of the universe. And one thing you can't do is interfere with free will. So how do you get over that? Well, of course, you send starseeds down who are very evolved. So these guys are not coming back on a recycling program to learn again, learn again, maybe a hundred thousand times. And when you've been here that long, uh, of course, you know, you're going to spiritually grow to a level where you don't have to come back anymore. These guys, these guys have learned it. And so they're evolved. And so they come back uh, and they're here to really help humanity and, you know, with their gifts and everything else. But of course, when they're born here, they don't belong here, so they struggle like you wouldn't believe. And, of course, the dark side uh, beings like, you know, um, Anunnaki, Draconians, um, Manti, um, Luciferians, um, also Archons, which have no body, they float to the second, third, and fourth dimension. They're there to actually try, they try and attack the starseeds and, you know, attach to them, make them depressed. That's why starseeds get, you know, relentlessly attacked by spiritual negative beings. And that's why, you know, we're here to help to, you know, I don't believe in gurus about you, but, you know, the day of the guru is gone. You know, there is no gurus. We're, we're, we're all in this together. You know, you are your own guru. It's just that sometimes you don't realize it until you start 
clearing yourself, remove the attachment. Let's get some emotion released so you can take your power back. Because one of the big things on this planet, we're taught that we're powerless victims, we're door wipes, you know. Religion teaches you that, you know, the government teaches you that, you know, you, we're all suppressed. And if you take your power back, of course, you become very powerful and your energy and vibration increases. And once that's happened to a certain level, these negative beings can't get within your energy field. And so that's one of my jobs to help people get back to that, you know, warrior, powerful being so that you can step out into the world and do some amazing things as well, you know, because by goodness, this world needs help right now. <laughs> so. I'm so curious to know as well, obviously, the idea of your memory being wiped or even screen memories, how many of the people who you come across are actually having an exact memory from these experiences compared to maybe people who kind of put pieces together and figure out mm, there's something not quite right here and kind of come to the conclusion that they're being abducted? Yeah, I mean, some of them remember it um, maybe 10, 15 years later because of course, if you do meditation and you do deep soul searching, you start to look in your subconscious mind. And because, again, it tends to happen to a lot of starseeds, they work on themselves. Starseeds are empaths, of course, and they ingest so much emotion, and that's why they struggle on this planet. I mean, I don't know if you've you know, heard people, but you know, every time I have a person for a healing, and of which we do something like if you look at youtube facebook everything else and one-to-one sessions specialized groups we do about two thousand healings probably a week and almost everybody says i think god dropped me off at the wrong planet you know um or you know i don't belong here well of course you don't you, this is not your planet you know you're here really starseeds are here to bring gifts from the ethers down here i think people sometimes have it wrong they think we're ascending up to a different level but Actually, what's happening is we're bringing down the energy, we're bringing down the gifts, we're bringing down the healing and working on this third dimensional, low vibrational, high density planet to, to make a change. So, um, so yeah, a lot, of people, a lot of people do remember, but sometimes after a while. Yeah, I felt, I felt that's a, a very interesting point and I like that you touch upon meditation there. Um, I haven't really thought much around that about actually being able to do some self, um, well, yeah, I guess some self-care in a sense, you know, get sort of really in tune with yourself and actually getting some answers through that. I've never given much thought to that, but that makes a lot of sense. Well, it's interesting because people say, well, which, which, whose meditation should I do? You know, we've, we've got some meditations on the website, a number of them, you know, and like heart shock releases. It's a guided meditation. You lie there and the because that beings do it for you, invoking from, you know, my voice, um, getting them into the body and doing things. Uh, we've got one for the brain series where it works on neurochemical balance. It releases the emotion uh, particularly to the uh, particular issue you have, like PTSD, ADD, ADHD, OCD. So... That's a guided meditation. So much meditation. If you really want to meditate yourself, you have to learn, and it's it's very difficult. You have to learn to really lie there and let your mind go, you know, um, and quiet the mind. It takes a little bit of kind of training, really. And I trained myself to do this. So you know, when I was traveling around a bit, because I went to India and different places, Gambia, or Gambia, all over the world, um, here in in the US. Uh, and obviously, I went to Australia, which takes hours for me. <laughs> but, but you know, I learned to actually put myself in a meditative state. So it was almost like you jump on the plane, and suddenly you you were landed. You know, you became kind of, oh, we're landing. Fast your seatbelts. Oh, wow. So the time had disappeared. So, you know, my opinion is that if you want to contact your starseed family, uh, which are your people, which, of course, uh, will help you. If you start meditating with you, they'll help you. Uh, understand your gifts and give you downloads. But people think, oh, as soon as I contact them, they're going to be excited to talk to me. Uh, they're not. Um, what's, in <laughs> what's interesting is, and I learned this from the because of that beings, I meditate and meditate, nothing happened. Meditate again, nothing happened. I just lay there. Okay, guys, I'm ready whenever you are. And this went on for probably about four to six weeks. And then suddenly one day, and I knew they were testing me to see whether I was committed 
to actually uh, service to others or whether you're just going to, ah, well, you know, it's not working. Let's walk away from it. Let's, I'm wasting my time. As soon as they decided, because I told them, there's no way I'm not going to stop. I'm going to meditate, meditate until you contact me. By goodness, one day they did and some amazing things were happening. But, but it took a while, you know, and I think from what I see, the starseed family you have, like the McKeelda beings for me, they test you and they make sure that you're committed because it sounds a bit, you know, uh, abrasive, really, I suppose, is that they don't want to waste their time with people who are just going to fail, you know, stop at the first hurdle. They want to see your commitment. And, uh, you know, sure enough, uh, um, it took me to go bankrupt, you know, completely bankrupt in England. What a blessing that was. Uh, to actually really spend the time in meditation uh, with my Starseed family. And the other thing about the Starseed family, which is important, I think, is that, you know, when I went bankrupt in 2007, when everything crashed, I was building 177 whatever apartments in Manchester. And the bank phoned them and said, well, these apartments, they used to be worth £220,000. They're now worth ninety. We've got 14 days to pay my money back. And, of course, uh, that's way out of my league. So... Uh, so everything crashed, but, uh, you know, I went through a turbulent time and I'm sure everyone out there listening has been through, what do you call it? The dark night of the soul, really tough times, you know, at times of no food, but what I did get comfort of, I realized that, you know, I found some people I knew like my brother and different people and they were too busy. And, and what I learned is that, you know, these beings are there for you 24 seven. So when you contact them, and if you can, you know, communicate with them, they're there for you 24-7. So you don't have to rely on other beings on the planet if they're in bed or anything else. You can just get immediate access. So that was very comforting for me. Uh, it helped me a lot. No, it sounds amazing. And I think you've touched on a great point there of to really get in tune with yourself, it is something you really have to master. You know, I think... Meditation is something I always sort of come back to. I'm like, I really need to give myself some time each day because everyone who I know who has really taken to it, it just does seem to better uh, them in so many different ways. But as you said, it is that thing where it takes time, like anything, right? You need to really sit down. It's training. Yeah, Yeah, it's absolute training. I remember going to Belize, you know, because... I went to a place called Chetantovich, which is a Mayan temple. And I mean, we know the Mayans are all about sacrifice and things, which I don't agree with, you know. Uh, but then, you know, Christianity is the same. You know, it's all about, if you really look at the uh, teachings, it's, it's, been, it's been distorted. But what was interesting in the Mayan temple, the energy of it on the ley line was huge. And so I was on the top and, you know, getting visions. And I was there for about three or four hours really interesting. And then I went back to the hotel and they had a hammock outside, you know, on the, on the deck. So, so I got in the hammock and I was meditating and uh, I just talked to my team, you know, the McKeels that and said, can you rock me? They did. And it was really interesting. I was rocking on this thing, not doing anything, just lying there, rocking for about an hour and a half. And anyway, this lady comes knocking on my door. How did you do that? <laughs> I said, oh, that's the angelic beings. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then I said, stop. And, you know, I could feel a very faint angelic hand um, on my hip, just pushing and pushing and pushing. It was, it was amazing. They, they, they do show up for you completely, 100%. I can totally see where you're sort of coming from, where um, these star seeds are here to sort of better the world sort of around us and, you know, I guess give tools and kind of strength to people to actually, you know, try to live better lives. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, to me, living a better life is detaching from this matrix. You'll have to live within the laws of the matrix, like pay your tax, whatever. But if you detach, you, you know, you don't, you know, you don't behave like normal human beings because, you know, you've you've moved on from all this blah, what I call blah blah blah, you know, this nonsense about people talk about nothing uh, sometimes, and you know, moved on from that. There's so much to look at. There's so many things to do. There's so many things to learn, and you know, I want to really focus on that. I mean, I, I got a degree in electronics masters in control and software and then i started phds with a seminary in here where um, i worked on the first book and they gave me a phd for the research i'd done which is actually channeling you know it's it was the information's come from the mickey's that beings and you know but you, you send these star seeds to school of course they've got add attention deficit because they're not interested in this nonsense that you're teaching <laughs> you know, they want to do some real stuff you know and exciting stuff and it's it's funny, honestly, Dylan, I spent 21 years in a corporate system. I worked for Marconi. I worked for British Aerospace or CASA and, and the Eurofighter Project on flight control systems. I worked for Philips Consumer Electronics um, in Belgium. And I got paid a lot of money. But I used to think, there's got to be something more than this. It didn't, it didn't resonate. And, you know, as soon as I realized that, right, time for the gifts, I went bankrupt, time to relook at myself, Everything collapsed, divorced, everything, you know, lost everything, really. Uh, what a blessing that was. People say, oh, you must be nuts. And I worked for 21 years, uh, amassed quite a few million pounds, and it just all went down the drain overnight. But, you know, and I remember speaking to God, and I said, this is not funny, what's going on? You know, I've worked for 21 years, and literally I had two, two or three store bags, you know, like, I don't know what you call it over there, but... Over here, it's Walmart, or, you know, in England, they call it Tesco. Two bags with a few shirts, a couple of pantaloons, a couple of socks. That was it, you know. And I was thinking, is this all got a show for 21 years? I said, well, it's the right time you'll see. And I did see, but I didn't see at the time. I was Obviously, you go through a transition of, you know, releasing emotion and everything else. And then when I got back on track, I realized, wow, you know, stuff really doesn't matter, you know. And uh, it's about people. And now... The work I do, I've got such a fiery passion in your belly for it. I absolutely love it. And I think that's the key, you know, to life is looking for your gift. And, you know, people say, oh, I don't know what my gift is. Well, it's something you don't even have to try with. It's just there. And, of course, you know, with the healing, I've had to learn cause and effect, learn the uh, body, how it works. And so, because if you don't understand an illness and what causes it, what's the primary, what's the secondary cause, uh, and then... How are you ever going to heal it? You can't just send someone a bit of energy because let's take, for example, cancer. You know, I'm just reminding big tech, I'm not a medical doctor, go consult your doctor or phone 911 or your emergency system if you've got an issue. But from my spiritual perspective, cancer, the primary, um, the primary cause is emotion. It's always emotion. Secondary cause is pathogens. Where the emotion goes in the body, like if it's in the pancreas or liver or it's going to your breast or it's going to your brain, um, low vibration in that area will allow the pathogens to mutate the cells, turn into tumors. And so, so if you look at the primary secondary cause, 
you've got to release the emotion, you've got to get rid of the pathogens, and then you've got to fry the tumours. And, you know, if you get rid of all those things, it won't come back. You're not in remission. It's gone. And so that's that's the key, I think. Um, but, but I think, you know, with gifts, you've got a natural just gift of doing things. And, wow, I can feel the energy. I can feel different things. And I can feel psychic surgery. You know, the because that beings go in and they actually do work in your body. You can feel it. So I think, uh, you know, it's important, whatever gift you've got, and to me, all gifts are healing. Like if you paint a picture, I'll be honest with you, Dylan, if I painted a picture and took it to a gallery, they'd say, get out and don't come back because it would be that bad, honestly. <laughs> Painting and art is not my gift. You know, uh, sculpture, not my gift. Um, cooking, you know, food. I, I like cooking. I need a recipe. And it tastes good, you know, because I'm very careful about what I do. I put a lot of love in it, but it's not like a really talented chef where you can say, oh, there's a bit of meat, a few spies. They could create something absolutely incredible. Wow, you know, that's incredible because they've got this passion for it. And so, you know, whatever your passion is, it's a gift that you could just do naturally and don't really have to try with it. And I think that's where our education system goes wrong. It's teaching people, yeah, I understand you've got to read, you've got to write. Um, you know, you've got to add numbers, uh, but, you know, all the rest of it, history and everything else, do you really need that? And the answer is probably not because we're here to do a job. So, you know, I think uh, I think schools get it wrong. I'd love to see a school where it encourages people's gift, you know, the, uh, the core gift they have. And I think they would really enjoy school then, you know, if because normally your gift is, is your absolute burning passion. No, 100%. That's such a great message, I think, is, yeah, really harnessing that power of uh, a gift, you know, and I can 100% relate to that. You know, I'm definitely not someone who kind of goes with the trend and I'm always sort of looking inwards and trying to do things that, you know, selfishly, um, you know, sort of make me feel good and give me a purpose. But as you said, from doing that, the reward um, that's sort of passed on to others from me doing those things is uh, pretty incredible. You know what I mean? Like even like one example is even just doing this podcast. It was a totally selfish thing to start doing it. And even still, uh, it feels somewhat selfish because if I don't do it, it feels like there's something kind of missing. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's almost, it's, it's, it's bigger than me in a sense. It kind of, it's like a, a need to kind of do it. But, um, but that's just sort of one example, but I'm, I'm so glad. I, I had no idea that this conversation was sort of going to branch into that, but I think that's such a big takeaway for everyone listening is, you know, to really, um, if you just sort of find yourself unhappy, you know, look inwards and figure out what that thing is that you can do to really make, make life fulfilling. You know, we're all here for, you know, at least in this sort of lifetime, such a short amount of time. So you might as well make the most out of that, you know? Well, you know, it's a feedback which gives you satisfaction. It's not about ego. It's just about, wow, you know, I'm making a difference. I mean, I had a lady last week, you know, a cancer tumor is suddenly gone. Um, I I do I do uh, general healings twice a week now. I used to do it three times a week, but I'm doing it twice a week. And it's on Friday, 5 p.m. Central Time, and Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Time. Um, that's U.S. time. And uh, I had a lady on. She was on for about five months, and, you know, she just put in the in the chat on Zoom, you know, she said, she said, wow, I've been here for whatever it was, five or six months. She said, I had arthritis from the age of 18. <clears throat> uh, sorry, not, not 18, 13. And now she's 33. She said, it got that bad. I was almost wheelchair uh, bound. And she said, I've been on your groups now for about six months. She said, it's gone, you know. And she said, oh, doctors tried everything. And it's things like that, you know, it, it gets you excited, you know, because... I've had people with, you know, bone density issues, you know, um, osteoporosis and severe osteoporosis caused by the parathyroid because of emotion. You know, again, from a spiritual perspective, emotion bleeds into it. You leach calcium out of your bones, gets to the bloodstream and uh, can cause things like kidney stones. It can deposit on the heart valve or the flap of the heart valve. And so, you know, it's fine. We, we can build the bone density up with a very thick energy. I call it celestial goobal. If you paste that on the bones, they, the bone density increases. But, of course, you've got to treat the parathyroid and get the emotion out and release emotion from the heart chakra so that 
that's functioning normal and you're not leaching any more calcium. So it's, you know, it's again, it's cause and effect. It's, it's spending time with your gift. You know, it's really important, I think. And, uh, you know, it'll just give you the passion and the joy of the feedback from, wow, you know, uh, got rid of Lyme disease, got rid of HIV, got rid of Agent Orange many times, got rid of more Gallons disease. We have a new protocol for that. And so, you know, it's just, it's just the joy of the feedback, I think, you know, and it gives you um, that um, passion to keep, you know, moving forward, I think. I mean, I work a lot, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. And I was 61 on the 10th of April. I did ask God for discount. They said, yeah, you can have 30 years. So I'm, I'm actually 31, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I'm 61 and, you know, I just get on with it. You know, I've got, I've, because of the passion, it gives you that drive. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent. No, that's, that's incredible. Um, that's honestly outstanding. I, I couldn't even tell you how many people who I've spoken to either on the podcast or even, you know, uh, unreleased episodes or just, you know, having conversation uh, about their extraterrestrial experiences. And there's always a mixed bag, you know, there's always maybe a, a few features that sort of, you know, all intertwine as as you would imagine with abduction, but maybe let's say half, uh, just for argument's sake, may have a fairly positive experience. You know, it's really enriched their life in another way. They've kind of taken it, put a massive positive spin on it, and maybe they have sort of uncovered something within themselves, kind of like what we're speaking about, um, the idea of, I guess, you know, maybe harnessing a gift or doing something, maybe giving back. Uh, but then there are those cases, let's say the other half, where the experience is quite terrifying, very isolating. Those those conversations are always very heavy and it always reminds me, uh, I don't know, it's, it's hard to speak with some of these people and even for myself to kind of, you know, stop recording and go on with the rest of my day because we've just spoken about something that is so still really taboo and really traumatic and the fact that there's a lot of people still out there who would potentially listen to that and just not believe it, completely disregard it. And I think that's that's such a difficult thing. So as you mentioned, you know, a lot of these people um, believe they have been, you know, either raped or, um, you know, well, literally abducted, you know, taken against their will for, you know, whatever reason. And they they have not, you know, nowhere to turn to. Um, so for those, for those people who are kind of in that camp where, I, you know, ideally if this couldn't happen to them, they'd be more than happy for that to be the case. Where do you come in and what exactly are you doing to either maybe give these people the skills to deal or even potentially protect themselves from these experiences? Absolutely. I mean, you know, they normally have one-to-one sessions and we talk about the abduction. Uh, I implement wisdom beyond forgiveness, which means have the wisdom because I believe the worst thing that happened in your life is the best for growth. And of course, you know, it's quite traumatic being taken by the graves and they basically take your egg sperm or, you know, they implant and make a woman pregnant. It is a complete violation. And I think um, by releasing, you know, by releasing a ton of emotion, um, you know, most people on this planet right now are ingesting, I don't know, 100 to 150,000 layers of emotion. So if you go to a practitioner and you do some counseling, you can at least like, well, I don't know, you talk about a few things, release a few layers, do you go back next week? You're never going to really make a massive dent into it. And you'll, you'll be doing it for the rest of your life, of course. Now, what the Macuzdek beings do is, so think about, you know, an air, uh, 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 think about an egg around the heart with layers of emotion. It's all energetic, all those 150,000. So what the Macuzdek beings do is they go in, they look for your biggest emotion affecting you right now. And they pull that layer out, and the next biggest, next biggest. So it's a fast track. We do, you know, on specialized or one-to-ones, I normally start off with 81 and see how they go. On the general group, I do 27 layers. But it's still a lot, you know, and uh, and it's getting the emotion out quickly. So obviously the quicker we can get someone healed, uh, the better. And it gets rid of that emotion. And, you know, really breaking the pattern of what, what I call Stockholm Syndrome, because someone... Some people go through this trauma and then, you know, they start to kind of love the greys. Oh, well, they took me. I must be special and all this. No, they <laughs> they violated you, you know, and it's important to point that out and break this Stockholm syndrome where people 
love their captors. And, uh, you know, I've been working on that. And, of course, uh, sometimes if you go back in time, get them really relaxed, you can go back to the time you abducted. And um, so you go back in time. You abducted that time. If, if you look at the wisdom beyond forgiveness, you, you can inject by forgiving them uh, and going beyond that and sending them love and thanking them for the participation in your life's journey to make you who you are in today. You can put positive energy in that past timeline in the Akashic Record, which actually bleeds into this timeline, and, and then you'll think differently about it. And that goes for anything like rape or, you know, whatever's happened in your life. Um, you know, I call it wisdom beyond forgiveness. and it's, it's a really good thing. So with these tools, I think it really helps people, of course, you know, they can work on neurochemical balance for because the neurochemical balance is off because of emotion. You get anxiety, ADD, ADHD, OCD, PTSD. Um, we work on that as well, the GABA, dopamine, serotonin from the adrenals. <clears throat> so to rebalance them by releasing the emotion and balancing the glands so that all those things uh, kind of fall away. So, yeah, there's a lot of help. You know, if anyone needs help, feel free to call us. You know, That's honestly incredible. I love that there's people like yourself who are really giving a lot of time to this topic. And I guess the thing that really fascinates me is how everything's so connected, right? And I tell people this all the time with the paranormal. It's, I mean, it's not a black and white sort of topic by any means, but I love that a lot of these experiences are connected to, you know, spirituality, uh, energy, like, as you said, the way that you're actually helping rather than maybe in more of a I guess, you know, if someone was to say I'm helping abductees, you think maybe it would be more of a sort of psychological kind of counselling sort of situation, which, of course, would totally help. But I like that you've sort of taken it to this whole other level of it's it's all energy-based, you know, to really strip the negative experience and give people, I guess, that chance to actually, you know, come out the other end. I just, I love that. It just it reinforces my sort of understanding of a lot of these topics, I suppose, and how everything is so connected. You know, the paranormal is it's 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 really it's well. First of all, it's just amazing, and I think it gives a lot more weight to the actual proof that there's a lot of unexplained things that do go on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Absolutely. I mean, it's interesting because I had a, a situation at a ranch in Arizona where... The owner, it was a horse ranch. It was basically, you know, a sanctuary for horses who were going to get slaughtered and they put them there and they fed them and loved them, you know. And um, anyway, what was happening is that, you know, he'd wake up in the morning, one one of his horses was in bits, you know, a bit like that other ranch, uh, what's it called? 
that you're not allowed on, but anyway, yeah, this skin, ranch, yeah, was, Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker, that's yeah. it. Yeah, Skinwalker Ranch. Well, this was happening on this one. So, and he's seen like portals open and weird stuff happening. So I went there for the weekend and I spent a day messing with this portal, getting codes and opening it. And then suddenly it was a sonic boom and the thing opened. But normally he said it opened on the, um, you know, on the ground, but this didn't. It opened about 300 feet up. And I think it's because they know that I just walked through it and probably not a good idea. <laughs> so as soon as that opened, the Macuslet beings here have watches. Um, you know, you could look at the Book of Enoch. Watches, what are they? Well, there are be people who uh, keep you safe, you know, because the, one of the big projects I'm doing is huge. Uh, maybe mention that later. But anyway, so I've got watches who keep you safe and they'll take you on the craft if there's a, an issue. So anyway, the Actorians are the watchers for the Macuslet beings. So these three Actorian craft turn up, you know, just out of nowhere. And they were going like three to one behind each other and three to one just sitting there. About five minutes later, the military helicopters turned up and they were flying around thinking, oh, what do we do with these things? And the answer is, leave them alone. So they did, you know, and uh, it was about 40 minutes and I was playing with this, um, I was playing with this portal, the grey portal, because I wanted to shut it down anyway. Eventually got it shut down. Uh, the watchers left and that was it and the activity disappeared. But, you know, certainly there was uh, a lot of activity there. It, it was amazing. So, yeah, I've seen some things. <laughs> no, it definitely it's sounds it. It's just, oh, it sounds like your life journey and even just how you've ended up where you are, um, I think even just you've touched on so many things that um, I'm really hoping a lot of people can resonate with because I can – I can just totally see myself a lot in this where it's almost like you've had to have these big milestones to eventually come out to, you know, what you're doing now, which is extremely important, powerful work. But um, I'm very curious, do you have much of an opinion on the maybe near future of the abduction phenomena? As you said, uh, it all kind of kicked off, you know, maybe um, 70, 80 years ago with these government agencies agreeing to have people, you know, pretty much giving them away as lab rats in a sense. Do you see that changing or just what's the playing field for the next, you know, maybe 80 years? Like is there any sort of speculation things are going to change, get better? What, what's your sort of view on that? Well, since I chaired that um, Galactic Federation meeting, they were banned from the, you know, the, the planet. So they're not they're still messing with people, but they're not abducting people anymore. And that was like 2018, I think, or 2000. I can't remember which year, but I remember it was June when I went. And um, you know, of course, you you know, like I say, they 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 normally give you time, but I think that time they didn't give you time. So when you when your soul leaves, you kind of collapse in a heap on the floor, and you're there. My wife runs in. Oh God, he's had a heart attack. Oh no, it's he's just gone there. You know, it's okay. And uh, so, so 10 minutes later, you come around. But of course, 10 minutes our time can be like five days um, on the other side. But uh, they were banned. And I don't see so many abductions now, but I'm still seeing the residual of, of the past uh, for sure. You know, so, um, yeah, I think, I think they've chilled out with that. Um, you know, the Federation are pretty powerful. They don't mess with violations if they're violation universal laws, which, which they are, you know, so. I think they'll. Uh, I don't think they'll be doing it again. But they're still messing with people. They still are coming through portals, and uh, you know it's interesting because when when the Greys or even Anunnaki open a portal of the house, I've had people say, "Oh God, my my um, top of the stairs smells like drain." Now you've got to remember these things don't wash, so when they open a portal, it's really stinky. You know, it smells like gone off drain. And so, you know, and this lady said, I've had the plumber out, I don't understand it, because it's on the landing. You know, there's no pipes there, and they've checked all the pipes in the house about eight times, and it's just, just as bad as before. It was a portal just sitting there. So shut it, it's gone. You know, it's amazing. Wow. So, yeah, I've done that a lot for a lot of people with houses. So, yeah, this drain smell. So if you ever get a drain smell, you don't know where it's coming from. Could be a portal. And so, you know, if you shut it down, uh, then, you know, it's gone. Wow. Ah, never never really come across that, but that's that's definitely one to keep in mind. Uh, I feel like this, this conversation for me anyway has been very eye-opening and something I need to look more into, I think, because I think the idea of um, 
at least being able to look into myself and, you know, spending some time, some meditation to maybe try to get some answers for myself is um, probably a good place for me to start because there's always that ongoing battle of um, how I'm sort of fitting into uh, a lot of this stuff because I don't really have a an exact answer, but if I, you know, if I am sort of a contactee experience, um, someone who, you know, has had these experiences, but, um, the longer sort of time goes on, the more sort of, um, clues or, you know, pieces of the puzzle kind of show themselves. But I think, um, I'm definitely going to have to go spend a bit of time and yeah, probably try to look within myself, I think. So I, I very much so thank you for bringing that to light, but, uh, and just, of course, this entire conversation. Oh, bless you. It's a pleasure. I mean, I think, you know, it's important, you know, I'll speak to a lot of people and of course, you know, we're also taught in this world that you've got to get on a hamster wheel and run as fast as you can, getting busy for the sake of being busy at work. And I might get fired if it, you know, and you know, the, the smoke's coming out of the uh, bearings of course, because it's just a hamster wheel thing. You don't have to do that, you know? And, and I think when you jump off that and allow yourself time, allow yourself the grace of time, uh, and don't shame yourself for being able to, you know, meditate for an hour or two hours. You know, when I went bankrupt, I'd, I mean, I didn't have any money, but um, but I meditated for something like, I would say, four to six hours every day. And I would just lie there and let my mind go, and they would tell me things, they'd show me things. And over the three or four years I did that, um, I really understood the cause and effect of a lot of diseases. Do I know everything? Probably not, you know, but, but I've got a good grip of a lot of diseases you know and and it's helped a lot of people but it does take investment i think of time uh in your gifts to be able to you know really uh, learn how to use them properly and you know i would encourage people as well don't use other people's modalities because your starseed family might do it differently and so if you use other people's modalities that might be from their starseed family so I think it's important to start from scratch, and that's what I did. You know, not interested in people's modalities. I want to really focus on how the that beings work with me as a, you know, a Mikulzet. I mean, I've got 84% Mikulzet DNA. And so, you know, I wanted to understand how they work with me and how they want me to do it. And it's, you know, some of it's not dissimilar to other people, but a lot of it's very different, you know. Uh, and I think, uh, it's, you know, I, I honor them and I, I thank the that beings for... for for training me, you know, to really understand my gifts. No, definitely. That's amazing. Um, I'll definitely include uh, links to find you and so on, but um, please feel free now to sort of push um, and promote where people can find you and, you know, they can reach out and definitely get some help. Absolutely. If you go to globalenlightenmentproject.com, um and it's a, it's it's actually a project of Christopher McElmurray. It is a 501c3 uh, registered charity in, in America. I don't know whether you can claim the taxes back in Australia or anywhere else for that matter. But anyway, if you come to that, you know, I mean, try the general groups, you know. Uh, they're on every week. Um, if you have no money, never shame yourself. I've been there and got the T-shirt on that one. Just come on them because, you know, we're here to help as many people as possible. And, you know, there's a load of meditation, there's a load of instruments that can really help you get stronger, including a um, one of the most successful uh, meditations we've uh, put out is the immune meditation, which actually works on releasing the emotion uh, that's affecting the immune system, working on the thymus spleen, which is the main parts, and also working on the adenoids, tonsils, if you've still got them, um, and working on the bone marrow, all the instruments that, you know, boost your immune system, and that's really helped people especially in these crazy times. So, yeah, feel free, but bless your heart. Amazing. No, thank you so much, Dr. Christopher Macklin. That was such an enlightening conversation and I got so much out of it and I know people listening will as well. Um, and hopefully, yeah, if anyone listening does feel, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons that they could reach out and, um, you know, really work on themselves, I suppose, but especially those listening. So I know there are the people, I know there's people here right now who have had some pretty um, full-on experiences that it's hard to deal with. So if they can uh, reach out and get some help, I think that would uh, be a great thing just to be able to um, facilitate that. So that would... Um, be absolutely amazing so thank you so much for your time and thank you for the work you're doing 
Oh, thanks, Dylan. Thanks for the work you're doing. It's brilliant. And, you know, um, love to come on again if you have me in the future. Bless your heart. It's been a pleasure. Well, there you go. There's my conversation with Dr. Christopher Macklin. Of course, go into the description of this podcast if you want to get in touch with the work that he's doing. Um, I know for a fact there's some of you who are listening who have had some pretty, you know, extreme experiences, positive or negative. So I think there's a lot to be done to sort of help with a lot of that. And even just, you know, from a... um, from a health point of view too, I think the work that he's actually doing could really benefit probably a lot of us in a lot of aspects of life. So, you know, it's really opened my eyes and uh, it's very cool to get to speak with really interesting people like Dr. Macklin here. Um, Never would I have thought, you know, uh, starting the podcast, I'd get to speak with just, yeah, the amount of fascinating people just doing really interesting work that, you know, really, really should be brought to that should really be highlighted uh, because I just think it is very important. So thank you guys so much for listening. Definitely jump on our socials and make sure you're subscribed to keep in the loop for every time I post a new episode of Paranormal Thoughts Podcast. Thank you guys and I'll catch you in another podcast episode really soon. Thanks.